Welcome to The Journey, an online commentary on today's scripture reading with Seth Davidson. Today's reading is from Acts chapter 21, verses 31 through 22. As they were trying to kill Paul, word reached the commander of the Roman regiment that all Jerusalem was in an uproar. He immediately called out his soldiers and officers and ran down among the crowd. When the mob saw the commander and the troops coming, they stopped beating Paul. Then the commander arrested him and ordered him bound with two chains. He asked the crowd who he was and what he had done. Some shouted one thing and some another. Since he couldn't find out the truth in all the uproar and confusion, he ordered that Paul be taken to the fortress. As Paul reached the stairs, the mob grew so violent the soldiers had to lift him to their shoulders to protect him. And the crowd began, followed behind, shouting, Kill him! Kill him! As Paul was about to be taken inside, he said to the commander, May I have a word with you? Do you know Greek? The commander asked, uh, surprised. Aren't you the Egyptian who led a rebellion some time ago and took 4,000 members of the assassins out into the desert? No, Paul replied. I am a Jew and a citizen of Tarsus in Cilicia, which is an important city. Please let me talk to these people. The commander agreed, so Paul stood on the stairs and motioned to the people to be quiet. Soon a deep silence enveloped the crowd, and he addressed them in their own language, Aramaic. Brothers and esteemed fathers, Paul said, listen to me as I offer my defense. When they heard him speaking in their own language, the silence was even greater. Well, there's a man that I have never met, but he's sort of legendary uh, as a tattoo artist. His name is Whispering Danny, uh, and he gets that name because uh, he has a, a, a ailment of his throat. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he shouldn't be able to speak at all, but somehow he's able to speak with a whisper due, due to an accident or the like. But the thing about Whispering Danny is he's an incredible tattoo artist. And he's also uh, an incredible man of faith. There was a, a brief sort of a documentary interview, kind of this I am third sort of interview that I've seen some of his story. And more importantly, I've heard about his story from a group of men that I really respect who are themselves <laughs> covered with tattoos who this man, Whispering Danny, has earned their respect as a man of faith, as a man who understands the ways of the world, and I would say as a man who knows how to speak the language of the people. The language of the people. Now, I don't want to say anything in particular or call out anyone because of an exterior physical appearance, in this case, of one who might choose to do one or a significant number of tattoos. But what I will say is each person has the ability to speak to people in ways that might sort of win approval or uh, win their ear. Um, and, and the point I'm making is that there's an important aspect of being able to speak in the language of the people so that people can understand the ways of God. This is sort of true to what Hartland's journey and story 
And it's true to Paul's journey and story. Paul was a master of translating the unchanging truths of the good news of Jesus in his day to a Gentile world. And he's actually a master of doing that in any context, being able to speak the language of the people. And we see this here. There were a few things that popped out to me that I think are just worth uh, repeating. The first is it had never occurred to me until this reading in verse 31 that as the riot is happening, there's sort of this sovereign foundation that is the Roman regiment uh, of soldiers in Jerusalem that hear about it. So evidently there are different regiments uh, of these soldiers, these centurions in and around there. And it's, your text may say, the Italian regiment. Uh, the New Living calls it the Roman regiment. And so I don't know where all these, road, these regiments were from, but I think it could be significant that God ordained in this uproar that the centurion commander would lead the Italian regiment, the Roman regiment, that might have the most direct access to Rome, which would be God's ultimate plan for Paul that he would travel to Rome. I can't say that for sure, but that was sort of an aha from the text, that even in this terrible circumstance for Paul, the Lord's using it as a way to accomplish his plans. But the thing that really stood out uh, was verses 37 through uh, 40, um, where it says, uh, Paul speaks to this Roman commander, may I have a word with you? And the commander is surprised because Paul's speaking to him in Greek. So Paul has the ability to speak Greek to the Gentiles. Now, uh, truthfully, many in that day could speak both Greek and Hebrew and, and even Aramaic. Like, they could be fluent. But Paul isn't just fluent. Paul, Paul can speak the language of the Gentiles. He can speak the language of this commander. And so then um, he's able to dispel a rumor that, that the centurion commander thinks, oh, aren't you that guy who took out four assassins from Egypt? No, 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 I'm different. And so then he asks, he's earned favor to speak to the crowd, to speak to uh, the Jewish mob that's there. And it's at this point where a silence envelops the crowd because the centurion gives him the platform to speak. And so Paul begins to speak in his own language, in their own language of Aramaic. And so then they listen even harder. And Paul begins in 21, 1 and 2, Brothers and esteemed fathers, listen to me as I offer my defense. And when they heard him speaking in their own language, the silence grew even greater. In Athens, Paul is able to speak the language of the philosophers uh, in this pagan culture so that some might hear and respond. Here in Jerusalem, Paul is able to speak in the language of the uh, these uh, Jewish adherents who take very seriously their laws. And they'll listen at least to what he has to say because of the manner in which he says it. Now that doesn't mean everyone's persuaded, and it certainly, in Paul's case, doesn't mean he's going to be acquitted. But Paul is a master of speaking the good news of Jesus 
in ways that the people might understand. <laughs> because uh, by speaking their language, uh, it can, can drop down barriers, it can, can lower walls, it can build a bridge of trust, not unlike whispering Danny. So I don't know the exact way Danny speaks, and I, I'm not certain there isn't a number of colorful language that he might use to share the good news with the people who come and sit in his tattoo chair. But among the tattoo community, and among the Jesus followers who are part of that community, Whispering Danny is a teacher, he's a prophet, He's a role model. He is, maybe not unlike Paul, has the ability to speak their language in ways that their people, if you will, can understand. Jesus came for everyone, no matter the color of our skin, or if we put ink on our arms and legs and body to color our skin. Jesus came for everyone, no matter what our background is. Jesus had the ability to speak to each person right where they're at. Paul had that same ability. The question is, do you and I care enough about the people in our lives to take the step to try to communicate our love for them, the truths about God or circumstances? in ways that might resonate and make sense to them. The good news of Jesus transcends time and space, but are we able to translate that into the language of whatever people or places God calls us? May this come as encouragement and a challenge to you and I today.